This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Yeah, I had to go uh, back into my office and uh, grab this report because I thought this might tie in with uh, with the uh, speech that I, I, I have to give on Saturday night in Dillon for the Lincoln Reagan dinner. Uh, it, it, I'm piecing together a bunch of different things that I've just come across over the past uh, you know days and weeks that uh, I think might tie in with a bigger conversation here. But uh, this was something that was in my stack of stuff on Monday morning here. Uh, this came from Steve Moore's Unleash Prosperity Hotline. So I was talking about, you know, Mayor Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. She's out. She lost re-election. She didn't even make the top two. She came in third place, I think it was, with only like 16% of the vote. Uh, just a horrific record. The skyrocketing crime. Uh, the anti-law enforcement, the anti-gun rhetoric that's come out of uh, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. And so, of course, there's just been a huge uh, skyrocketing crime, despite all the gun control that they've got in Chicago. Massive uh, increase, or shall we say because of the gun control, massive increase uh, in crime, uh, carjackings and more. And the people who have suffered the most are black Americans in Chicago. That is who has suffered the most under these Democrat-run cities. But uh, I was talking about Portland, Oregon, and how crime, uh, even in the uh, the crazy white liberal Portland, Oregon, is uh, is out of control now as well. And just a, another city where the, the Democrats and the left are destroying uh, these once great cities. According to Portland's KGW-TV, Every 42 minutes, there is a report of vandalism in Portland. Uh, there were more reports of broken windows last year than even during the year of riots in 2020. In 2022, there were 12,238 reports of vandalism citywide. Uh, the agency doesn't separate broken windows from other types of vandalism. But anyway, that's just broken windows and vandalism. But as anybody who has who uh, followed any sort of uh, criminal justice studies whatsoever, the broken windows theory, uh, it, that's what is, is very uh, indicative of a broader increase in crime. And so there, there's been so much crime in, in Portland now that residents are fleeing the city. Census Bureau data confirms that Portland has lost population three years in a row. Uh, and, and, of course, here in Montana, you know, we're, we're building up. Uh, people are building here in Montana. In fact, uh, you know, given the uh, cold temperatures we've had of late, I'll bet you there's, there's some of you ranchers out there who wish you had a, a, uh, a nice little uh, pole barn uh, or a calving barn uh, for your calves if you've had some early calves out here this spring. Given all the people moving into Montana, too, you know, some of you are, are choosing to stay at the home you got right now, but you're saying, hey, I want to build a new shop out back, or I want to build some storage on my property. I want to have, you know, a place to store my camper, a place to store my boat. Maybe you're a business owner and you want some new cold storage. Well, I'll tell you what, our friends at Aldrich Lumber, uh, they, they, I'll tell you what, they've, been built, they've built everything from a 30 by 40 to a 72 by 200 and everything in between. So if you're in the market for a new building, check out Aldrich Lumber, aldrichlumber.com. That's aldrichlumber.com. And uh, they've got a couple crews, been with them for over 10 years now. Texts uh, coming up right after this. Here is your Montana news. 
The family of a young man killed in a bar parking lot is suing the bar. The family of Bo Beaumont has filed a wrongful death lawsuit against America's Wild West for negligence in serving alcohol to an 18-year-old and not providing adequate security. Q2 reported that Beaumont was shot and killed on February 12th, very early in the morning. Xavier Buffalo, 18, was arrested shortly after, charged with deliberate homicide, and now held at the Yellowstone County Detention Center. Attorneys for the Beaumont family point to increased calls to police for violent crimes at the business and the owners doing nothing to prevent it. A two-year-old from Ecoaca is recovering from second-degree burns from scalding water. 2Q reports that Eben Whitney had knocked a cup of hot water onto himself on Saturday. The child and his mother, Casey, had been life-flighted to Salt Lake City with burns to nearly 15% of his body. Since the incident, parents Casey and Seth Whitney have received support from the community and a GoFundMe has been set up to cover expenses. That's the Montana News Minute. I'm Travis Swee. Here's a look at your real weather for Billings and Bozeman. We'll see a mix of clouds and sunshine across the area for today as high temperatures range from the upper 20s in Bozeman to the mid-30s in the Billings area. For tonight, we can expect partly cloudy and quiet conditions. Temperatures falling off to about 9 above in Bozeman to the upper teens in Billings. The outlook into Thursday does call for a mix of clouds and sunshine. Temperatures headed up to about 36 at Bozeman to the lower 40s in the Billings area. On Thursday night, increasing clouds, chance for snow showers late, mainly towards Bozeman. Lows in the upper teens in Bozeman to the upper 20s in Billings. And then with mostly cloudy skies on Friday, we'll see some light snow showers around the area. High temperatures from the upper 20s in Bozeman to the upper 30s to around 40 degrees in Billings. Still could see some snow showers lingering into Friday. Joseph Cordell, licensed in Missouri and Illinois only. 101 South Capitol Boulevard, Suite 500, Boise, Idaho, 83702. Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Well, we got a uh, fun month ahead. At least I feel like I got a fun month ahead here in the month of March. Uh, yeah, it's already March 1st here. This Saturday night, I'll be at the, the Lincoln-Reagan dinner in Dillon, Montana. Looking forward to seeing our friends in Dillon and Beaverhead County. And then the Saturday after that, we got our pub golf uh, event going on, the St. Patty's Day pub golf. A uh, few days before St. Patrick's Day, so that'll be fun. I'll be hanging out at the den uh, counting up the uh, the the, uh, the golfers' scores there, uh, and then a week after that, March 18th, uh, this is always a great event. The Montana chapter for the Safari Club International has their big their big annual banquet, and I'll tell you what: if if you like guns and you like hunting and you like fishing. Uh, whether it's right here in our own backyard or all the way over in Africa or in Scotland, this is the event to be at. Uh, got uh, great friends from Bozeman that make the trip every spring as well. Tex Janicek is a past president of the Montana chapter of the of the uh, Safari Club International. And Tex, great to have you on the show this morning. Hey, thanks, Aaron. Thanks for having me on. I kind of gave my uh, description of what this SCI banquet is like. Uh, how would you describe it? Well, we, we try to put on the best banquet dinner and banquet um, bar none. And this year I think we're having steak and shrimp for, for dinner uh, at the Double Tree. And they have a new chef and doing a great job. Yeah, I, I had one friend said, hey, I know they always have a ton of guns at this event. But uh, it seems like yeah. he, said, he said, but he asked me, he said, how many guns do you think they'll have this year? Because he said, if he feels like some other events haven't had as many guns in the past as usual, I said, oh, these guys always, if anything, they have too many guns because you're going to want too many of them. Right. Well, between the raffles and we've got 
uh, I don't know, three on the in the live, and I think there's, I couldn't tell you actually how many actual guns we have, but we start um, right after the banquet. We start ordering guns for the following year, so we we uh, stock in as many and as fine of firearms as we can get. So we, you know, we have a lot of Kimbers, a lot of special guns. Um, and as you know, Randy Melvin from Bull Mountain retired. He's been making our our chapter gun for a number of years. Great supporter. He he recommended that Daryl Holland uh, take over for our uh, our special gun, and I knew Daryl because I went to his long range shooting class out in Oregon. And now we're blessed to have Daryl here and on the board. That's right. So, yeah, I, in fact, I was uh, going to mention that I I got to meet Daryl Holland down at the Shot Show in Las Vegas. Uh, and, uh, yeah, right outside of Billings, he's got his long-range shooting course. So there, there's a couple of us uh, here at the radio stations that are going to plan on getting out there this spring or summer and uh, learning a thing or two from Daryl. Well, I may see you out there. It's, uh, he, he's uh, quite quite a guy, and if you want accuracy, he's um, every bit as good as Randy. Um, I don't know how many one-holes you can get, but that's, that's where those guys are at at that level. Yeah. The fun thing about this event, too, is uh, it's, a, it's a great room of folks, great, a great room of people. It, and it's a fast-moving event, especially being the MC. It's like, holy cow, we're already auctioning off another gun or we're giving away another gun through a card raffle yep. or something like that. Uh, and, but, you know, I mean, like I say, whether you want a, you know, a chance to, to – to win a uh, you know a hunting trip to Scotland on the uh, the Queen of England's property there, or you want to go fishing on Fort Peck, or or you know yep. a, a bear hunt. I mean, everything imaginable is at your fingertips at this SCI chapter banquet. Yeah, and that's right. And I've been. I mean, I've been to. I'm a life member of a bunch of organizations uh, and support. Um, but one of the things that's always irritating is when the auction runs till eleven or twelve o'clock at night, or you know, and it just ends. And our pledge is to have it done at nine thirty. Yeah. So people can get home, check out, and everybody's still smiling <laughs> at the end of the night. Well, and it's one of those auctions too, where hey, if you're not bidding on an item, you know, you don't feel like you have to sit there quietly at your table, and you got all these people you want to talk to. You got you want to go walk over to another table and say hi or grab a beverage, and but you feel like you can't because the auction's going on. This is one of those fun auctions. Les Olhauser, a, a great auctioneer, done many SCI events. He's a Green Beret veteran. He does a great job. So yeah, you're right. It's moving, and and yeah. if if you're if you're you know bidding on some of the items, great. If not, you're enjoying some great conversations and hanging out with folks. Right. Yeah, actually, Les isn't going to make it this year. Oh yeah. shoot. Some per- personal stuff, but we've got another Safari Club auctioneer by the name of Adam Carls from. He's actually from Rapid City area, and great. he travels all over. It's just like Les does to all the different uh, venues, and a lot. I mean, he goes from Alaska to wherever. Um, another another great auctioneer. Look forward to working with him this That's year. Great. And uh, you know, we've got we've got trips from Belize to Tuscany. We got a great eight-person trip in Tuscany uh, with a private villa and the whole, you know, the whole thing that that comes along with that. Um, it's pretty pretty amazing. And for the first time, we have a couple of buffalo hunts or bison hunts here in Montana. 
Those have been pretty so that's, pretty popular. I know my friends at the Veterans Meat Locker, they say, man, those things are just hugely popular with folks right now. Uh, but I uh, text Janicek, I know uh, people got to act fast because you got to get meal count numbers in. So if people want to purchase a table or tickets uh, for the SCI Montana Chapter Banquet, what do they need to do? All they have to do is go to our website, which is just, of course, www.montanasafariclub.com. And they can go right on the right on the website, get their tickets, buy a table. Uh, the only thing I would say, if you're going to get a table, try to have the names of the people. They're going to be at your table. That way, that when they come to check in, they already have their their paperwork done and ready to go, and there's no no holdup. And they can get right in there and start uh, bidding on some of those guns and, and winning guns early uh, early and, and, and hopefully often. All right, text Janicek. Great to chat with you. Thanks so much uh, for calling into the show this morning here. In-home appointments. Call 800-826-9895. That's 800-826-9895. 800-826-9895. This is where Montana talks ag with Lane Nordland. I'm in Washington, D.C. this week at the National Potato Council, but yesterday the House Agriculture Committee kicked off its first Farm Bill hearing. Chairman of the committee, Pennsylvania Republican Glenn G.T. Thompson. Without a comprehensive understanding of the industry's challenges, we cannot write an impactful Farm Bill that addresses the needs of those who grow, process, and consume the food, fuel, and fiber we are blessed to produce here in the United States. Thompson also discussed the issues impacting farmers and ranchers for from markets, regulations, to skyrocketing input costs, along with foreign affairs that have impacted U.S. agriculture. Last week marked one year since Russia's invasion of Ukraine, which perpetuates a disrupted global food su- supply system, resulting in continued increased energy prices, fertilizer cost spikes and shortages, and worsening food scarcity in developing countries. At the same time, American consumers are watching in dismay as their grocery and energy bills skyrocket. The Biden administration continues to ignore this crisis these crises and neglecting America's producers and consumers. As members of the House Committee on Agriculture and a Farm Bill reauthorization cycle, it is our mandate to fully understand these challenges and work diligently without partisanship to ensure the passage of a strong Farm Bill that addresses the issues highlighted today. Again, work is underway on the 2023 Farm Bill. I'm Lane Northland. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooths to the banks of the Clark Fork River. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, phone lines are open for you uh, right now, 406-294-0970. In fact, uh, we'll have the phone lines open, I think, all the way until 9 a.m., uh, unless we, we have one possible guest that might join us around 840, still waiting confirmation on that one. Uh, if he does end up calling into this show, he's going to be a great guest. Uh, he's a retired uh, uh, Special Forces Lieutenant Colonel, and I saw him. He was testifying at a committee hearing. I forget which state where I saw this at, but he was he was testifying before a, a committee, and at one point he he got really choked up and uh, had to kind of take a take a pause before he continued with his testimony because he started talking about how his parents escaped a communist country, so 
so he he was he was he, so anyway so he he started getting a little choked up and had to give himself a break but anyway i saw the guy and i was like hey i've met him before yeah yeah a uh, great leader uh, i remember meeting him uh, several years ago so uh, hopefully uh, we'll have uh, lieutenant colonel ivan raiklin uh with us around 8:40 but we're still still waiting to confirm if he'll be available if not today we we can get him on another day uh, no problem but uh other than that we have cleared the decks so that we got the phone lines open for you and uh, and people to call in and react to anything that I might be yapping out about in the meantime. We are going to have Governor Greg Gianforte with us uh, later on in the 9 o'clock hour. We'll try to sneak some of your phone calls in when he joins us in studio as well, although it'll be a fairly quick conversation because he's got a hard break at 930 where he's got to run. But, uh, but uh, yeah, and a number of topics that we want to cover with him. Uh Right on John in Paradise Valley sent me a couple messages here earlier this morning. Uh, he's wondering if uh, gov- the governor has been able to visit or talk with R.Y. Timber. Yeah, that's a really good question, uh, right on John, because, uh, uh, yeah, of course, a big concern for our friends in, in the Livingston area after R.Y. Timber, uh, you know, suffered that latest fire and then announced that they would. Uh, not be reopening the mill following that second fire and we've just seen an onslaught against our our lumber mills over the past uh, 30 plus years especially as liberal judges have been shutting down access to our so-called public lands uh on that front though when it comes to you know forestry policy i did see that the governor gianforte did share some uh, some new information uh when it comes to just forestry in general and forest health in general let me see i thought i printed it up here uh where did i put it anyway oh yeah here we go uh governor greg gianforte uh, what did he say here he says uh in just two years We've increased Montana's access to tens of thousands of acres of public lands, including over 100,000 acres in the big snowies alone. Now, that was referring to uh, what they've been focused on when it comes to to uh, additional wildlife habitat, access to more wildlife habitat opportunities for our hunters, uh, for example, and our sportsmen. Uh, but here, here was the one that I was looking for. Yeah, via Twitter, uh, back about one week ago, Governor Gianforte saying this, We've made active forest management a top priority, and we're seeing results for the second year in a row. We topped our forest management goals, treating 31,000 acres in 2022. And uh, I think I, I saw this somewhere else that basically, you know, in his first year in office, they doubled the number of acres in our forests that are now being treated. Uh, but now, given the additional numbers that have come in, they have tripled the number of acres that have been treated in our forests here in Montana under uh, Governor Gianforte's leadership. So that is uh, is the good news there. Uh, but, yeah, we'll be talking with him later on in the nine o'clock hour. In fact, uh you know, I, I never really have a set list of questions. I never follow a script. Even if I had a script in front of me, you guys know me. I couldn't stick to it. So I never know what I'm going to talk to the governor about. They have some ideas. We might have some ideas. Callers will call in with some ideas. But if you've got some ideas of some uh, topics or questions that uh, you think would be good to chat with the governor about later this morning, hey, give me a call right now. Two nine four zero nine seventy, or uh, you can send us a message on our Montana Talks app. Uh, while that last break was going, I was uh, scanning through the Fox News headlines, kind of uh, scanning through what the big uh, national news stories were going to be in the works for today, and a couple of stories stood out to me here. Uh, let's see. 
Iran uranium enrichment. Iran can produce enough material for a nuclear bomb in about 12 days, according to U.S. Undersecretary of Defense for Policy Colin Call, who said that on Tuesday. Uh, that is now down from the estimated one year that it would have taken while they claimed that the Iranian nuclear deal was in effect. The Iranian nuclear deal, of course, was a, an outright sham. Remember when they sent the plane load full of cash uh, to the anti-American terrorists in Tehran? And Tehran John Tester supported it every step of the way. Uh, now, Joe Biden, meanwhile, think of all the threats from China, the China spy balloon, Think of think of the uh, think of everything going on in this country right now. Think of the threats of the communist Chinese. Now Iran, twelve days away from having enough material for a nuclear bomb, and what is Joe Biden doing? Joe Biden not attacking them, not criticizing them. He's attacking you. I'll explain in sixty seconds. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot is voted out of office after one term, conceding yesterday's election last night. You never regret taking on the powerful and bringing in the light. The top two vote-getters go to a runoff April 4th. Paul Vallis, the former head of Chicago Public Schools, and Cook County Board of Commissioners member Brandon Johnson. Basketball star Kobe Bryant's widow and three surviving daughters settled with Los Angeles County, California for $28.5 million over the sharing of helicopter crash photos. That settlement includes $15 million previously awarded to Vanessa Bryant by a jury in August of last year. She sued the county after learning some employees of the fire and police departments had shared graphic photos of human and remains from the crash. Fox's Matt Napolitano, nine people, including Kobe Bryant and his daughter Vanessa, died in that crash three years ago. Vanessa Bryant's settlement is going to the family's charity. America's listening to Fox News. Now that could be your O oh for Pete's sake moment for today. What is today's O oh for Pete's sake moment? I think we just heard it from Lori Lightfoot there in the Fox News update. What, what did she say about, oh, I, I took the fight to the powerful so I could bring the light, claiming that she was somehow a light for the city of Chicago and that she took the fight to the powerful? Uh, yeah, I guess you, you took away the power of law enforcement. Uh, what kind of light does she think she was for the city of Chicago, uh, other than the fact that a whole bunch of people got lit up by uh, – by criminals while while they had be, became they took power the criminals took power the radical left took power and a whole bunch of people got lit up this how can Lori lightfoot claim that she brought the light to the city of chicago oh, be unbelievable I, so i would put that up there i don't know if tim and savage would agree but i think that has got to be today's oh for pete's sake moment all right before i get to joe biden and how he's attacking you instead of iran and how he's attacking you instead of the communist chinese uh, right on john had another uh, another message that i meant to share with you here uh, uh he says this he says you know it's interesting we haven't heard any mention about global warming coming from the californicators with all the snow and cold they are dealing with now that's a good point isn't it right on john yeah they they've been getting snow in southern california i actually had a uh, i saw a friend i think in southern california shared a, a beautiful photograph of all the snow from the base of the mountains all the way up and uh yeah they've, they've been getting snow in southern california and so yeah where's all the global warming cries from southern california you know when i look at that snow on all those peaks in southern california too i also think you know that snow's going to melt 
and the water's just going to wash right into the ocean when they usually need the water. And, you know, they, you know, but, but they tore down their dams in California. They told it, tore down a lot of their dams, uh, all in the name of the environment. And what did they do? They destroyed the environment when they tore out the dams, depleted the, you know, the, the groundwater. Uh, so now they're, they're creating these fake beaver dam style things in California to, to mimic the dams that they used to have so they can try to keep a little bit of that water that they deliberately dumped into the ocean just a few years ago. No, so thanks. Uh, thanks right on, John, for that message. All right. So Joe Biden uh, spent Tuesday. This is from Fox News Radio. Joe Biden spent Tuesday taking aim at one of his favorite targets in the run up to a likely reelection bid, telling a Virginia Beach audience, quote, the MAGA Republicans are a different breed of cat. Adding, quote, they want to eliminate a lot of health care coverage. Uh, no, that's what you and Barack Obama did, Joe, with Obamacare. Uh, yeah, he's traveling to Baltimore today, another city uh, destroyed by Democrats. Uh, but Sean Hannity last night had a great montage of, well, I'd, I say it's a great montage. You can't even understand what Joe Biden was saying. Uh, in a lot of his remarks. I'll play the Hannity montage for you coming up right after this. And and then you'll hear just exactly how Joe Biden is attacking you instead of Iran, attacking you instead of the communist Chinese. In his own Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, this is definitely the funniest headline that I I think I've seen here all morning. Although you may have another candidate. Maybe I just didn't see it or maybe I forgot about it. But I think this is the funniest headline that I've seen all morning. The funniest thing that I've heard all morning. uh, I mentioned this briefly in the 6 o'clock hour when we were talking about Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot being ousted. In Chicago, the first Chicago mayor in 40 years to lose re-election. Yeah, Lori Lightfoot uh, being ousted. Uh, she's woke upon woke upon woke. Absolute train wreck. She's finally being kicked to the curb, which begs the question, why has Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg not lost his job. Why has he not been kicked to the curb? Well, of course, he, he wasn't voted in. He was appointed to the position by Joe Biden. So that would be one explainer there. But everything that Joe, that uh, that Mayor Pete has screwed up, he should be kicked to the curb by now. But anyway, funniest thing I heard this morning was Lawrence Jones on Fox and Friends. He was talking about, you know, Lori Lightfoot. She likes to she likes to dance in the streets. Well, in the midst of skyrocketing crime, and Lawrence Jones says, you know, and she doesn't even have rhythm. He said she's an embarrassment to black America. Now, he's black, so he can say it. I'm just quoting uh, Lawrence Jones on that one. So that was the funniest thing I heard here all morning. But uh, phone lines are open. I'm sure you can um, you can even one-up that one uh, if you want to. Uh, funniest headline, though, was this. The DailyCaller.com, uh, they were... Uh, they were watching some of Joe Biden's, well, let's just say interesting remarks yesterday. And uh, so here's the headline. Biden says nurse would do things to him that she didn't learn in school. 
And Jill Biden says nurse would do things to him that she didn't learn in school. Uh, yeah, it was it was pretty awkward. If you watch the uh, the footage of his remarks yesterday, you can hear a sample of it here because uh, Sean Hannity uh, featured a montage on his program last night. Biden has good days and he has bad days. Unfortunately, this week has not been good at all. Earlier in Virginia Beach, Biden seemed completely, totally lost, dazed and confused. You decide. My dad. By the way, the docs are good, but there's any angels in heaven, they're all nurses, male and female. My plan, that's uh, in stark contrast to, not, by the way, there's an awful lot of really good Republicans, but the MAGA Republicans are a different breed of cat. No, they're not bad or good, they're, just very, they're very different. If they have to pay out $159,000 billion lead, <laughs> less for prescription drugs, I want to make it clear, I'm going to raise some taxes. I cannot believe that man is president. Can any of you believe that? Anyway, at one point he drifted, exactly, no, he drifted into a very strange, long-winded story about the military nurse named Pearl. Yes, this is creepy, but let's show you again. When I was at Walter Reed all that time after a couple of craniotomies, I was lying there and I had a nurse named Pearl Nelson, military. She'd come in and do things that I don't think you'll learn in medical school, nursing school. She'd whisper in my ear. I didn't, couldn't understand her. She'd whisper, she'd lean down. She'd actually breathe on me to make sure that I was, that there was a connection, a human connection. She even went home and brought back her pillow from her own bed because she didn't know the one I had the one comfortable. But I'm not joking. Not joking. And it gets worse because yesterday Biden was struggling big time also. Take a look at this. Enjoy the reception which starts after the next performance that I'm about that's about to be announced. Even more painful to watch. He's shuffling on the stage, staring off in the distance, dazed and confused. We've got a report of a missing senior citizen roaming the streets. That's what would have happened if if that happened to your grandpa in downtown Bozeman or downtown Billings. They would have a report of a missing elderly person who is lost. Hey, uh, do we have a relative here who can come help out? Uh, that That's what that video looks like right there. Uh, Admiral Ronnie Jackson, uh, a, uh, an Iraq War veteran, a Navy admiral, he was the White House doctor who, who got glowing reviews, by the way. What do you Navy guys call it when you do your annual evaluation? Is it like a fit rep or is that for the enlisted guy? What, what, what do they do for the Navy officers? What do they call your annual evaluation report? Uh, anyway, when, when, when President Barack Obama did the annual evaluation for then Admiral Ronnie Jackson, who was the White House doctor, not just for President Obama, but for the whole Obama family, glowing reviews. It said something like, uh, promote immediately. This is raving reviews of Admiral Ronnie Jackson. But when Admiral Ronnie Jackson was Trump's White House doctor, 
Oh, and, and, and Donald Trump got a good physical report. And remember how they started attacking Admiral Ronnie Jackson? Well, now Admiral Ronnie Jackson is Congressman Ronnie Jackson from the great state of Texas. And uh, Admiral slash Congressman Ronnie Jackson, he weighed in on the hypocrisy of the White House right now, the hypocrisy of the press corps, the hypocrisy of the White House medical uh, uh, operation. Because when Ronnie Jackson was the White House doctor for President Donald Trump, who I just remember when when Donald Trump was was at the the Metra in Billings, when Donald Trump was in Great Falls, when Donald Trump was at the Big Yellow Barn in Belgrade, he would stand up there and talk for over an hour. Even my feet were starting to hurt. And I'm like half the guy's age. And I'm thinking, wow, this guy is still going. This guy, Donald Trump, is uh, is not is nonstop. And uh, but but boy, they sure had to question Ronnie Jackson because he he you know gave a, a good physical report on uh, then President Donald Trump. But but here's what Admiral Ronnie Jackson had to say about the latest White House physical concerning Joe Biden. That physical exam was nothing more than an effort to check the box and move on. And unfortunately, we still have a complicit press that basically let the physician do that. They should have had his physician, Dr. Kevin O'Connor, up there in front of the press the same way I did uh, in, in defending that physical for an hour and a half. An hour and a half, Ronnie Jackson took questions, explained why he said what he said, explained what the White House physical contained. They put out this report on on Joe Biden, who is clearly struggling, not just one day a week, uh, and 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 they they just just brush it all under the table. They don't grill the, the White House doctor for an hour and a half. No, no, no. It's just this nothing to see here, folks type approach. And meanwhile, as you heard in the montage that I played just a few minutes ago from you, and it went on a little long because there were so, so many different statements by the president of the United States where you were sitting here saying, what is he even saying? What is he even doing? Somebody come get your boy. I was waiting for the... You know the Bumblebee character from the remember the uh, the Spanish TV show uh, back in the days, Sabado Gigante, and then the Bumblebee comes across, sweeps the person off stage. I was waiting for the big guy in the Bumblebee suit to come sweep Joe Biden off the stage. Sabado Gigante. I guess it was only Tuesday though, so maybe we got to wait till Saturday. But I, I mean, it's just unbelievable. And there he is in Virginia Beach, of all places, home to some incredible American patriots, bashing American patriots, bashing "Make America Great Again" Republicans, but yet saying nothing about the communist Chinese that literally just flew a spy balloon all over America that's been helping Putin in Ukraine, saying nothing about Iran and the horrific nuclear deal that he and Barack Obama put in place that Tehran John Tester supported. He's too busy attacking Americans to go after America's enemies is what it looks like here, doesn't it? 2940970, the number for you. Uh, hey, uh, you know, I've, I've been getting a little cocky here over the past uh, few weeks. Uh, here's here's what happened. I checked in with my diet coach last month, 
had a great weigh-in, right on track, and I had thought that I was getting off track, but they said, no, you just had a great weigh-in. So then I got cocky. Then I thought, well, you know, I can eat a little more of this a little more often, and I'll have this beverage a couple nights a week instead of just one night a week. So I go weigh in yesterday. It's like, oh, man, I got to lose a couple pounds now. I mean, I'm still, I'm still around where my goal was four years ago. Uh, but I've got to take a couple of pounds off. And here's the thing. My diet coach at Billings Last Diet, Jen, she's great. She said, well, the good thing is you know how to take those two pounds off. You know how to do it. And she's exactly right. I know how to do it. So the next time I go weigh in, I check in once a month, I get back on track. If that's you, if you're somebody who needs to get back on track and you've already gone through Billings Last Diet, I would give them a call. Get back on track. BillingsLastDiet.com or call 294-6751. Fox News commentary. My Tennessee state legislature passed a bill to protect children from medical gender transition. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist, and my brand new podcast, The Janice Dean Podcast, is launching on the Fox News Podcast Network. Every week, I'll be focusing in on a person, a place, or a thing that deserves your attention because it makes the world a better place. Be sure to subscribe to The Janice Dean Podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. The Volunteer State Legislature passed a bill that would ban the use of puberty blockers, hormone therapy, and surgical operations on children as a means to transition their gender. The legislation passed the State House with three Democrats joining Republicans to protect vulnerable children from this child abuse. If signed by Tennessee Governor Lee, the bill would authorize the Attorney General to investigate health care providers who violate the ban, for which they could face a fine of up to $25,000. This is a great first step in the fight to protect children from mental, emotional, and physical abuse of grooming and gender transition. No child should be allowed to add or move body parts. It's that simple. These are not reversible or small changes. They have lifelong implications. It's quite sad a bill needs to be introduced to stop this, but I hope all states follow our lead. If we don't stand up to that's code SMART. Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios. Trusted by the Northwest. Montana owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com. Talking about the issues that matter to Montana. Statewide. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, yeah. I told you I could have kept the monologue, the montage going there of Joe Biden. I, can't, I could have kept that, uh, that thing going even further. Uh, that was just like two minutes of it. I mean, Hannity had like a 10-minute segment of, of a whole bunch of oh, for Pete's sake moments out of, uh, out of Joe Biden. So I, my candidate for the oh, for Pete's sake moment of the day was Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot, who got ousted in the elections yesterday. And she, she claims uh, that, uh, that uh, she spoke truth to power and she brought the light to Chicago. Wow. I mean, other than a whole bunch of people getting lit up with the horrific homicide and crime rate in Chicago, what other kind of light did she actually bring? Well, Dennison Bozeman uh, says he has another oh, for Pete's sake moment for us here. And uh, Dennison Bozeman says uh, the oh, for Pete's sake moment was when Joe Biden had this uh, to say. I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> I know where the power is. <laughs> I know where the you think I'm joking. I learned a long time ago about the. Oh, uh, yeah. Joe Biden says, I may be a white boy, but I'm not uh, stupid. Uh, <laughs> look at everything that's happening in this country right now. If that ain't stupid, 
then it's deliberately undermining the United States of America. But either way, it ain't good. Uh, I'm just saying that. Uh, but speaking of that, I, was that clip, I'm trying to think, where was this clip at? We've got the Fox News story here. Uh, he was... Uh, where was any? He was speaking somewhere when he said this in front of a, a, a largely black audience. I saw some video on Instagram where Joe Biden was at this all black church and, you know, the choir's getting into it. The pastor's getting into it. And Joe Biden just looks dazed and confused looking around the room. I mean, it, it looks like you picked him up in a China spy balloon and put him on another planet. And this is the guy who lied about attending an all-black college. Now, if you actually believed his lie that he attended an all-black college, all you got to do is watch that video of him inside this black church, and you're like, oh, yeah, no way he went to an all-black college. And and I can say that because uh, I went to Howard University. Uh, I, w- I would call it an all-black college, but there was about six other white folks when I was there. So technically, it would be inaccurate to call it an all-black college. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. You know, uh, Lori Lightfoot, even though she's black and she's gay, she's gay, she's black, she's black, she's gay. She still got fired by the voters of Chicago because she was awful at her job. So why is Pete Buttigieg still on the job as Secretary of Transportation? He has been an absolute train wreck across the board. And we all know the only reason they're keeping him in the job is because he's gay. So why don't they go find another gay guy to replace Pete Buttigieg, right? Ted Cruz, I, I should uh, I should pull this up. We had the audio ready for you earlier in the week, uh, and it, it was a. Uh, Ted Cruz on his uh, U.S. Senate podcast, he does a podcast uh, as a U.S. senator, and he had like a, a two-minute montage of his own where he was just talking about all the failures of Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. And he said, why does this guy still have a job? What does he have to do to get fired? But see, on CNN, uh, Perry Penley uh, shared this via Twitter, on CNN – Pete Buttigieg says he will be remembered. He will go down in history. Oh, oh, do tell us, Mayor Pete, how will you be remembered? I meant climate is not nonsense. Dealing with climate change is one of the biggest things that people like me and people like him will be remembered for after we're gone. Oh, he'll be remembered for, for climate change. That's it, Joe Biden. Sell the beach house in Delaware. Sell the beach house. It's just painful to listen to this stuff, isn't it? Well, hey, I'll tell you what. Some of you are dealing with real pain. I'm talking about pain in your knees, pain in your joints, pain in your back. And you're worried because somebody said, hey, I think you're going to have to get surgery or, hey, pop these pills. I don't want to pop those pills. I don't want to get surgery. I mean, sometimes you got to get surgery, but but if you don't have to get it, they'll tell you don't get surgery. Let me tell you, um, we've got a great opportunity for you right now in Montana. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. They've got over 100 clinics all across America, but they're now on the ground here in Montana. So what they do is they use the healing uh, agents from within your body and then they use your body to help heal your body, putting those uh, healing proper agents directly into your achy joints. Call QC Kinetics now. Get moving again, 406-201-6263. That's 406-201-6263.